welcome to the National Technology News podcast. I'm Darvinda Kula, Assistant Editor at National Technology News. In an age of rapid digital transformation, businesses are modernizing their systems and building omni-channel connectivity to deliver the just-on-time service that customers have come to expect. Yet many firms are saddled with outdated legacy systems and find their data stuck in silos. This hinders their ability to optimize fulfillment, obtain predictive insights, and see processes in real time. Other firms are struggling with delays in accessing their data or find it unreliable and inconsistent. More firms are trying to leverage data from supply chain partners to streamline their operations or improve flexibility. Yet they have problems connecting all the different data sets together. To delve further into these challenges and look at how companies can improve their supply chain management, I'm delighted to say I'm joined by Mark Holmes, Senior Supply Chain Advisor at InterSystems. Welcome to the podcast, Mark. It's great to have you here. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. So let's start by looking at what are some of the key challenges that supply chains are currently facing? What we're seeing uh, so much around is really three types of business outcomes. One is around optimized fulfillment. One is around demand sensing and forecasting. So improving forecasting, which ultimately will be able to help with fulfillment. And then supply chain orchestration, uh, being able to then look at things more from a control tower or dashboard perspective to be able to see when there's trends against key variables that you're trying to track to approve. So it's a lot is still around uh, optimized fulfillment, demand sensing and forecasting, and the ability to have better orchestration around uh, sensing of disruptions and then to be able to do something uh, more real time around that. You mentioned data. What can organizations do to make sure it's optimized? You know, it's it's a good question. And I think, you know, I've been in supply chain myself for over 25 years. And, you know, we talk so much about getting data that's more real time. We've been talking about that for a very long time. But what we're seeing and is happening is that there's so many different applications and enterprise systems now. It really does come down to really getting optimized data, meaning the data that is accurate, it's real time, and it's actionable. What can we do with that data? And it's not about yet another application or another enterprise system. It's about how can can companies take that data and bring it into more of a unified data platform to be able to make the data more harmonized and normalized and then do something with that data. I mean, there's so much data available. What are the best ways to analyze it and, and how can companies use that analysis to improve their systems? Yeah, that's a, it's a good question. And, and, you know, and I do want to go back, if, if you don't mind, just to a, a quick point around what I had just mentioned around some of the key business challenges. There was a, a recent study by IDC and I'm looking at it now and, you know, those gaps, you know, they see two main gaps that supply chains uh, will continue to see as problematic. And the first one is is 41% of their their survey was that there's a lack of visibility and agility to see and react timely. So the the aspect of time to decision, and I'm going to lead up to, 
answering your question on, on around uh, what more we can do with the data. But time to decision, react timely is, is number one. Number two was 36% of respondents talked about robust data analytics and insight intelligence. So in other words, what do you do with that data? And the reason why it's so important to look at it from a unified data perspective is because again, you know, a company may have uh, a hundred different applications. It could have, I've worked with some clients that have had up to 32 different enterprise systems across their businesses. So how do you, with 32 enterprise systems over a hundred different applications, how do you truly get to that, that let's say unified source of truth to be able to do something with that data? And let's say it's around optimized fulfillment. So it's, it's a matter of, being able to leverage where you can. Oftentimes we hear so much around AI and ML and ML is a big piece of what needs to happen is being able to go in there and, and be able to help look at past and predictions and then ultimately to get to prescriptive ability to take the, what we call intelligent decision-making and help the line of business. Because there's no way that with so much disruption and, and, uh, with really productivity because of the lack of, of resources. And it was so much in disruptions, geopolitical disruptions, disruptions within companies themselves is how do you take all of that and be able to assist line of business and be able to bring in and leverage AI and ML, but make the data that you're going to be using to be much more accurate, much more real time, as we say, harmonize and normalize to be able to then do something uh, with that data. I mean, there are so many processes involved in a supply chain. Um, you've got all these plates spinning all at the same time. I mean, how can businesses get a snapshot of what is going on at one particular point? And that's, that's exactly where we just talked about uh, a unified data platform. As again, it's not just uh, to the point of, let's say something you, you say on time in full as a key metric. And, and maybe it's store replenishment that you wanna make sure that the product is always on the shelf. So not only is it on time and in full to the store, but on shelf availability is always you know, near perfect. Uh, obviously for so many reasons, right? Customer satisfaction and revenue. But think about again, going back to what I just said of having so many systems, applications and enterprises the ability to be able to bring the data in and leverage and sense when there's demand changes, sensing when maybe you were expecting product to be coming into a distribution center and you know it's not going to be there, not from a human standpoint, but from a, a digital data standpoint, knowing that it's not going to be there, ultimately to be able to go to store X and shelf Y to be able to be there on time, knowing when that demand is going to be coming uh, in to pull it from the shelf or maybe pull from a distribution center. And, and again, the, the only way that you can do that is you cannot rely on one or two applications or enterprise systems. You have to rely on being able to bring all that data into one unified single source of truth, if you will, to be able to then also sense demand disruptions, whether it's at the store level, maybe it's coming into the distribution center, maybe it's the distribution center itself, but to be able to optimize the inventory replenishment in the most optimal way, by the way, which we can get into, 
that ultimately goes to the store in ways that from a humanistic standpoint can't see those, those predictive uh, demand changes and then to move to prescriptive, something that we've been talking about in supply chain for a while and uh, we very much need to get to prescriptive meaning, what are my options? What, and, and not necessarily having, you know, pushing, let's say data into an application, you can do that to help make a decision, but decisions around options to give to the line of business that can then use tribal knowledge to help make the ultimate decision of what to do, but knowing that those decisions will be in the most optimal, um, optimized manner against, let's say, service levels, or maybe it's um, the ability of, of simply making sure the product is there to the customer in time uh, and offset by certain expenses. Let's talk about consolidating all this data. I mean, what are the key roadblocks for companies um, in consolidating their data from across the organization and using it to streamline their supply chain operations? Again, it goes because of those disparate data sources. Uh, think about it again. You know, you've got hundreds of applications and enterprise uh, systems. Is uh, you know, it's being able to integrate and, and, and ingest that data uh, in a real time way. So it just we we call it, and in fact, IDC calls it this, and is is connected tissue. So we hear so much around a connected tissue, so much about, uh, even Gartner says that there's a connectivity layer that is oftentimes missing. And that is what's really key is being able to bring, connect all of that data across all of the different systems, bringing in interoperability, which would be around business processes, ingesting the data at rest. In other words, not make another data warehouse or a data lake and then be able to then uh, have real-time analytics looking at that information to then be able to provide intelligent insights uh, that are more real-time. So I, I think the theme of a connected tissue is so important, uh, but once bringing it together, bring it to bed together that is more real-time and that is highly accurate uh, to be able to make decisions that again are in, in an optimized way. Okay, you mentioned earlier um, AI and ML. How advanced are companies in leveraging these technologies to meet consumer demands? You know, it's it's interesting. Is you know, in fact, I'll go back to the uh, IDC uh, report on this. Is that you know, when I was talking about time to decision, right, which is one of the number one areas of of uh, needing to improve, and then insight intelligence. You know, it's interesting looking at this, that 57% are not at the level. They don't have even current plans to deploy AI and ML. It's because in the digital maturity of where they're at is they're just, they're not there yet. And it's really a top-down decision to go through digital transformation. You know, that's a pretty high number. Yet we know no matter what industry that you're in, it could be pharmaceuticals, it could be medical devices, consumer goods, retail, all of those companies that, that we work with. And we are noticing the same thing that the market is seeing is that we have to be able to, to help companies move in a, in a digital transformative way. And so it is, you know, Many companies are much further, let's say that there's a digital maturity curve 
of where you're just really trying to figure out what to optimize, you know, those KPIs all the way to the point where you are using prescriptive uh, and intelligent actions and analytics. But so many companies are still at that stage one area of or phase to be able to ultimately get to stage three. So I think 2023 is going to be a big focus on how we can get to the ability to get further down our journey in a digital transformation. Great, thank you so much, Mark. That's all we've got time for, I'm afraid. If our listeners want to learn more about InterSystems and how it can help them solve problems in their supply chain, where can we send them? Yeah, please, uh, LinkedIn is great for me. Uh, I'm constantly on it and seeing there's, there's, there's um, I do communicate uh, in real time within LinkedIn, uh, but send me a LinkedIn note. Uh, and certainly you could go to intersystems.com uh, slash supply chain. Uh, and those are two ways to learn a little bit more about us, but at the same time, you know, give me a call and let's talk about how we can help you along your digital transformation. Great. Thank you so much, Mark. It's been great, great to have you on the podcast. And I look forward to welcoming you on to another episode very soon. And if you have a suggestion for a topic for a future podcast, please contact us by going to the National Technology News podcast page and clicking contact us. Thank you and see you next time.